Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. My name is Mike Mullins. Um, I showed up here extra early today so I could, you know, get my spot and go up the <laughs> elevator to the top floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex, and then I hit the elevator button. Guess what? Out of order. The elevator was out of order, so I ran up one flight of stairs, two flights of stairs, three flights. I got to the 13th floor, stopped for lunch, nice Caesar salad, nice little beverage, you know, had a little club sandwich, you know, I'm cleaned up through my trayway, and then I climbed more stairs. Got a little bit of a cramp, so I sat down for a little bit. Then I climbed all the way to the top floor, and at the top floor, you know who disengaged the elevator? You guessed it, Frank Stallone. But anyways, I knocked Frank Stallone down, and I got up to the rooftop. <laughs> and then I got to the rooftop, I climbed to the tower. I climbed to the radio tower. I climbed all the way up to the radio tower, and I beamed the Canadian, quote, master symbol into the air. And you call, and Wonder Woman answers. Crystal Stewart beamed the light back to me, and that's where I knew we were on, DDP Radio Live. We are on the air, and I have just felt the power of the Canadian quote master run through my veins so I feel compelled to shoot it back her way. And the light creates a fire in the sky. And that fire in the sky is CDP Radio. So, Crystal, thank you for coming on with us tonight, and thank you for creating the magic and the electricity that is DDP Radio live every week, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. live. How are you? I'm good. I mean, honestly, I can't really go against that intro. I mean, that was epic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm perfect. <laughs> How are you? But, um, I am ridiculous. Ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, you well, forget who you're talking right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Um, I, I, I hadn't uh, had a chance to bring our, our guest on in the pre-show. Uh, you know, you and I were yammering, and I got talking, and the next thing I know, they're counting us down to go live. So I haven't even uh, queued our first guest today, but he is here waiting, I believe, um, somewhere in the queue. And uh, we're going to grab him in just a minute. But before we do, uh, how was your week? I know you've had an eventful week, a lot of stuff going on. Uh you doing good? Yep. Um, it's... You know, it's one of those things. And, I mean, Dallas preaches to everyone. It's, you know, it's getting out of your head and just kind of dealing with 
what's on your plate in front of you and trying not to freak out. So, you know, it, it's been interesting <laughs> just to try and not let the anxiety spin spin everything into a direction. But, you know, it, it is what it is. So I'm trying my best. But, you know, it's good to have friends. Well, yeah, absolutely. And you got a lot of friends here and a lot of people care about you in the community. And, and you know, COVID the, the past couple of years has been, you know, ridiculous and crazy in health for everybody. But then you, you have a, an added layer of, of, of stuff going on with health issues that, like, prevented you from getting out and stuff. And I know how hard it's been for the past couple of years. And uh, we're going to have that Crystal Stewart episode that we promised. You're going to be our, our warrior of the week, and we're going to kind of get into it, talk about that. And I know that you're in, really inspired uh, on the other side of the, you know, the surgeries to uh, really just get back on the mat and get on that. So, so we're going to put together, like, an awesome show, and we're going to get you inspired. We're going to inspire the world, and we're going to, you know, push this momentum. Once you get back on your feet and start feeling better, there ain't no stopping the quote map. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> no, no, I, I believe in you. I believe in you. Um, oh, thank you. But one thing I don't have to believe in, because you've already proven your track record, is picking out amazing stories for DDP Radio Live. How's that for a segue? Um, um, and I know good. that despite all of you got on your plate, you really just sink your teeth into the DDP-wide community and and uh, you have uh, such great sources within uh, the groups and the, the members, and you always are in touch with what's happening, who's, who's you know, crushing it. You know, people are always coming up to you uh, saying, this person deserves the Warrior of the Week. You'll check it out. You'll vet it. And uh, I know that you always encourage people to reach out at the DDP uh, Radio Facebook page if they have a, um, a Warrior of the Week yep. recommendation. But... I don't know how you do it because every week you're bringing quality, quality, inspirational stories, and it's so awesome to hear every Wednesday night. And it's almost like, you know, towards the end of the week you get a little bit drained. You know, life has been exhausting the past couple of years, but every Wednesday night it's almost like you top off the tank and you, and you leave every Wednesday after the show. I leave this show inspired. So I'm going to put my trust in you that you know what you're talking about and you're going to bring us another awesome story tonight, another inspirational Team GDPY member, and I'm going to let you do the honors and intro our Warrior of the Week tonight. Um, so this week, um, no relation to the Warrior and I, but, you know, that just needed to be said right off the hop. A lot of people, um, so usually when I put out the calls, because it is next to impossible to know everybody in the community, uh, I mean, it's it's a mountain of a task, uh, to say the least. So, you know, you get introduced to a lot of people and this is one of them. So this week's warrior is Robert Stewart and Robert has an amazing story and it's, you know, it's a journey and it's very much so with him. So, you know, from someone who has recognized um, being overweight to where he is now, I mean, and everything in between. There's the trials, the tribulations, the falls, the get-ups. I mean, it, it's amazing. It's going to be such an amazing story, and I'm so inspired already, and I haven't even talked to him. So I, I'm really looking forward to this show this week. I think this is going to be gas in the tank that we all need. Um, so please welcome my friend, Robert Stewart. 
Oh, hello. Uh, hello. I guess I'm on. I, I, how are you, man? I, I didn't get a chance to to, uh, to preview the call, so I was just hoping that one was you. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't somebody yeah. the wrong number <laughs> trying to order a pizza or something. No. <laughs> wrong number. Sorry, I'll try again. <laughs> no, it's me. Well, yeah, welcome, you. man. Thank you for coming on with us. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, awesome. It was a pleasure to have you, and, and you came well recommended. And, uh, you know, we, we like to keep it loose and kind of go with the conversation takes us here on the show. But we always start out with one question to kick us off. Everybody who got to DDPY usually came from a place of, uh, you know, wanted to make a change. They got somewhere in their life or wants to, you know, go a different direction or, or inspired to make big changes. So what is Robert Stewart's origin story? What got you to where you were? where you wanted to take that plunge to try out DDPY for the first time. All right. Um, but I may bounce around. I get really nervous talking uh, when I know people are listening. But I, I've got to get over that fear because I'm currently from training for my level one certification, and I'll, I'll have to be calm if I'm teaching a class. So uh, if I stutter or go backwards, it's just a little nervousness. Um, we're loose, we're loose so, man. Just don't even worry about it. Yeah. Yep. I'm wondering, are you ever going to run out of material with those intros? <laughs> um, you you have uh, underestimated how ridiculous I can get, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd get along just fine, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Um I guess what started uh, me out, I mean, we're products of our environment. Um, I was very fortunate. I've lived a very blessed life. Um, I just haven't always made the right choices. I was taught well, but didn't always make the right choices. Um, And growing up, uh, both my parents worked. So a a lot of fast food when I was younger. My mom eventually got health conscious, but I, I was already addicted to, I think, uh, junk food and fast food, so it was real hard for me um, to make the move from cheeseburgers to lima beans and, you know, boiled chicken. That was a big stretch for me. So um, I, I just – I was taught to work hard in life, always have, um, but growing up, um, I was bullied quite a bit, you know, and I don't think my story is necessarily extraordinary. I've been listening to the prior podcast and it's so humbling. Like I, I really appreciate hearing what people have been through. Just it humbles me going like, I, I can do this. I don't have it bad. I'm very blessed. I can do this. Um, so I bounce around. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's cool, man. I, no, I, that's, I mean, that's perfect. What we like to do here is, you know, there's so many people who come from so many different walks of life, and people think that, well, my story may not be extraordinary, but it is because you're here, and and you've may undergone like a really big change in your in your physical appearance, your health, and all this stuff, and you know that's extraordinary, and and the the, the great thing about this show is is we like to feature so many different people that you obviously got inspired by some people you listened to previously and, and you pick and you realize you've got so much in common with so many different people and we're all here for this goal. And, 
you know, your your story started out so like so many other people. Like I I listened to you and you said, you know, you you came from you know a normal family, a, you know, a helpful family, and made bad choices. Like right off the bat, bat man, I, that's I mean I recognize that. My parents tried so hard, but I was just one of those kids who just you know got addicted to the food really quickly. And that's 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 brutal. That's a it's enough of an uphill battle to start off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, growing up, I didn't have a lot of self confidence. Um, I was obese right in grade school, so I got picked on a lot. Um, you know, I got rejected by women until I was with like right after the end of high school and I just kind of gave up. Um, I just had been beaten down by that and um, going to public school up until junior high, I got stabbed a couple times, like with a pencil, nothing like horrible, but it's pretty traumatizing. So I would actually walk home, I don't know how many miles, just so I didn't have to take the bus to get home. it was raised really well, but I picked up some bad habits from the family. Um, and uh, part of GDP, it's helped me learn that I'm trying to control my mind more, and I'm learning more and more, realizing what my mistakes were and are, and what I have to work on mentally to own that, that was it, DDP said, the property between your ears. Um, yep. really trying to work on that aspect of my life as well as everything else. Um, but I, I never came out of my shell until I hit high school. Um, I had always used making fun of myself to make people laugh as a defense mechanism. The only problem is I got really, really good at it. And aside from getting picked on, it just kind of built into just this, I hated myself so much. I... I didn't want to be around. Um, I was very angry. Very angry kid. I didn't treat people very well. But high school, I kind of got over that a little bit. Um, But I took my bad habits with me. I just changed a little bit. I was able to talk and make friends and made a lot of friends. I still talk to all my friends from high school and in my 40s, so they're real good people. Um, appreciate them all in my life. Very blessed in that aspect. Um, during football, I was morbidly obese. Um, I think it was my sophomore year in football. I got a really bad back injury, uh, and I was too young. They didn't want to do surgery yet. They just said it's inevitability because it was... Um, some hairline compression fractures and that I would have to have surgery at some point. Um, So from that, um, I'm actually currently fighting addiction. I think I'm two weeks out. Um, I've bounced back and forth. I've had a prescription, but it was getting to the point where I was was taking it more of an anti-anxiety drug because they just, you don't, it's kind of drowns everything out so I realized I was abusing them came out to my girlfriend and one of my best friends they've been really helpful um, wow it's hard but, to deal yeah, with someone that, yeah I've lied about about it and it hurt people that 
I'm real close to you, and I'm trying to not let that take me down. I'm trying to use that to learn from them and become better, but it's hard. I teeter-totter on a lot of things. So, but I'm, I'm a few weeks out without pain meds. It's still, I know I've got a long ways to go. That's a huge but deal, man. That's, like, it, yeah. A couple of weeks, I mean, you hear that. It doesn't seem like a lot of time, but when you're dealing with that, like, that's a huge step. Like, a lot of people don't get to that point. Like, just that first step. That, that, congratulations, man. I'm, I'm really happy for you. And the fact yeah. that the way you're talking is somebody who's recognizing their flaws, which is the first step in turning them around. And, and you know, so many people, especially when you're in the throes of addiction, you're at, you, you blame, you deflect, you lie, you steal. And to be able to look you, you know, your friends and family in the eye and say, like, listen, I, I screwed up, I'm, I'm, I, I have a problem, that's a massive deal. Congratulations. Don't try to gloss over that. That's a big deal. Yeah. It is equally as important, I think, to mention that, you know, be care- I have a thing downstairs in the dungeon on the wall, and it says, basically, be careful how you talk to yourself because you are the one that's listening. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, when you close your eyes at night, you're the one that has to live with you. Yeah. So yeah. it's really hard. I'm really proud of you for taking the leap because it's really hard to jump. I know how hard it is to jump. It's really hard to make that initial, you know, I'm going to do it and then do it. It's really hard. And that never means that you're not going to fall. You are going to fall. But the greatest thing is, is I know that you're strong enough to get back up and keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely stumbled on a lot of things. <laughs> My health was, I mean, I didn't, I think I got the, the I saw Arthur's video like everybody else, um, yep. but I, I, I bought the DVDs from that and I got into it, but it was very spotty. You know, I take a month off here because it was, it was those excuses that would run into my head, and from there, I would—I'd always have an excuse. It'd be just one day, two day, and then before I knew it, I was like, "Well, let's get two weeks, and I haven't worked out, and I'm still not following a diet at all." So I think um, one day he mentioned his book, so I picked it up, and that's what really turned things around for me. That the positively unstoppable. It—I've read that thing. I've highlighted it. I've got, I've bought in other people copies. I've li- I have it on, um, I have it on my audiobooks. So I listen to it uh, when I need reminders. Just, I don't know if it's just one of those things that it just clicked for me, or if it was different. Because I've been through every diet you can imagine. You know, Weight Watchers, Slim Fast. Um, I've been to the gym. I just. I couldn't form a habit, and I never approached it from the mental aspect, and that's what changed everything for me, and that's what the book really helped me grasp was it's my head. So from there, I started listening to more positive things like uh, Jocko Wilnick and Goggins and Rogan. They all really helped me 
realized that I really need to step up my game and stop. I, I love David Goggins. Like, for me, a lot of people, like, I love Connie, my girlfriend. <laughs> she doesn't like the way I talk to myself sometimes because I'm mean, but it works for me. I don't know if it – that's probably one of those things I picked up from growing up. And my, they weren't mean. They are just very stern, and I'm very stern with myself. I, I, I like to bitch slap myself a lot as far as uh, getting to the mat. I don't – I don't let excuses. I don't let excuses in. I'm, I think in two weeks I'll be at 300 days in a row. I worked through COVID. Good job. I, I didn't miss a workout. I'm not going to. I'm just going to keep going, unless I'm, you know, cannot move. I'm going to do one, even if I feel bad. I just take it easy. And another thing is, I feel like I've learned my body. Like I know if I'm pushing it too hard, and I know how to ease back, just because I've spent so many hours just pushing in my limits and I, I love this program it I I have to say it saved my life I know a lot of people say that and I I am right there with them and I I love when they say that because it, it saved me too I was um, I wasn't doing good at all and I don't know where I'd be if I hadn't found this Robert I have a question to ask you um how okay. Um, how do you feel now knowing that you're capable of doing something like this? Um, surprised and very excited because I want to, yeah. I, I want to try and reach my, my, my capacity. Like I don't, I mean, I was making sure that I burned at least a thousand calories a day, an hour a day. I'm not back to that because right now I'm concentrating on getting my certification, but, um, once I'm there, that's going to be my concentration. I'm going to push and then, you know, just keep up, upping my game until yeah. I see results. I've, I've never had a six-pack. I've always had a kegger under my shirt, and I want to see what it looks like on me. I want to see how it fits. I want to feel proud of my body for once in my life. I've always I've hated myself, and I don't hate myself anymore, but I know that I've got a long way to go. I'm so that's, proud of you. That's amazing, man. You know, you you brought up the you know the DDPY book and and, and the, the Joe Rogan stuff. You know, I don't know. You, you, I feel like uh, you may have a similar mindset to me. I, I think the DDP stuff really clicked with me because it wasn't coming from a uh, a place of just gross bullshit. <laughs> if you, I look at yeah. a lot of the self help yeah. stuff, yeah. Like, and it's all just bloviating, like pretty language, and it's all meaningless. And when I, when I first listened to DDP talk back in 2010, when I first started here, like I listened to him, I'm like, he's actually like giving us advice that's practical. It's giving us things that we can actually work through that make sense. It's not just flowery language to go on a meme with clouds in the background. You know what I mean? And I think that yeah, I appreciated that sense of non bullshit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've changed my entire life in just a matter of years. Like I, I had then divorced twice. Um, I was really low. I stopped searching and just started working on myself, found myself. And, um, and at that point, I found someone. She found me. Um, and I'm really happy where I'm at right now. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, sky's the limits. I'm, I'm excited about becoming a trainer. Yeah, uh, I love That's that. Amazing. And, and, you know, once... When you start gaining that momentum and start gaining, you know, your your self respect back, your confidence, 
you know, that's when people start re- noticing you. I remember there was many years where I just, like, sunk into a corner. And as soon as you start coming out and, and liking yourself and being proud of yourself, that kind of energy is, is palpable. And people, you know, you're, you're, people are drawn to it. Like, and, and as soon as you start turning things around, I'm sure, you know, the person you're with right now, she, she, I'm sure that was noticeable. And I'm sure that was coming off of you. And that's a, that's an awesome you know deal. It's an awesome turnaround. And, and you said you tried Weight Watchers and all that other stuff. I've been through every program like that, and I remember thinking there was a point where I was just going and hoping that I didn't lose. Like I was just trudging there, and I'm like, I don't want to stand in front of the, uh, the stage, you know, this woman and gain weight. That's all I want to do is eat break even. <laughs> but once you start being willing to push yourself and you start getting motivated for like by yourself, not because of I have to stand in front of a person and, and hopefully don't gain weight. Your gauge of success starts being what you put on it instead of what you don't want others to see or not see. Oh, yeah. The the DDP community was uh, really got me. I think that really helped. I joined the Unstoppable Challenge. I, I stopped just because, like, I finally got the message from DDP. One of my goals is to meet DDP in person and thank him, and I will. Um, but I, I got a video from him um, just talking about, you know, don't give up on it. And I didn't listen to it for a long time because I was afraid of what he was going to say. And then I was glad that I did, and it took a couple times. But I, I decided I'm going to keep pushing. I'm not... I think I have too much to work on, so I'm still in the challenge. I'm still working on myself really hard, but I'm focused on training because I want to give what I've got more than anything. Like what I've gained from this, the just conf- I don't think I've ever really had a true confidence in myself, and now I have, and I, I like that feeling. And I want, I know, I see it in a lot of people that they don't have it. I know they'd feel better. And I'm one of those people that feels like I'm okay with hearing that, yeah, you're overweight. It doesn't, it does hurt my feelings, absolutely. But more, I appreciate getting that feedback because everybody was candy coat and stuff, and I got sick of it. I'm like, no, I am morbidly obese. I don't need that piece of cake. I do need to eat healthier, and I do need to work out. And now that I am, I feel a lot better. I've got a long way to go, but I feel, feel a whole lot better. And, um, the DDP community is amazing. That's something that really drove me. Like, um, I mean, of course, Arthur was my intro, but so many people that uh, I, I don't know. I could spend forever listing people that were on that that have inspired me, but it would take forever. Um, I have gotten to meet one, though. I, I went up to Vegas. Me and Connie went up to Vegas and got to meet Matthew Wilner. Um, that was really, really cool. He's a great guy, and he's had such success. I'm really proud of him. He's an amazing person. And um, I, I do want to say, though, um, Jeremy, Beverly, and uh, uh, Scotty have been super kind, especially Jeremy Landry. I'm sure you guys know him, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, his story is incredible. I'm not sure if you guys have had him, but if you haven't, you should hit him up. He's he yeah, helps we'll, everybody. We'll take yeah, he's yeah. absolutely incredible, and he spent so much time 
um, helping me. And I don't know how he finds the time with what he does. A lot of these people, that, uh, the fact that I know that they're family people, they've got young kids, that's so much time and love. But, you know, they work, they work out, they spend time with their family, and then they're here helping encourage people and inspire people to do better in their lives. And that that's commendable. And bravo to everybody there. Um, this community is amazing, and I think that's why this works. I think it's I think it's going to keep growing. I see this as I, I've never experienced anything, and I've been through a lot. This is incredible. <laughs> this is my new addiction: the, the love and the energy. I, I love the DDP group. You know, one thing that really really uh, you know hits home about the DDPY community is, is I've always noticed is you know just all positive praise is not healthy. It's not good for you. And if you're going to be critical, but, you know, people here are willing to be critical in a way that's helpful and not hurtful. If anyone has something to say to you that's critical, it's going to benefit you. It's not, you know, so many things on the internet is people shitting on you and and just being assholes all the time. And that's not helpful. It's if if we're going to come in here and someone's going to be critical of something or give you some kind of pointer, it's going to be constructive. And that's healthy because there's a middle ground. There's, you can't just always be blowing smoke, but also you can't always just be like giving someone like garbage. There's a real, you know, practical uh, middle ground, and that's where change happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love constructive um, criticism. Robert, I think it's really important right now to just if you could brush on. Um, what you've experienced in terms of losses because they seem to be a very tangible measuring stick for a lot of people. And I think it's really important to know that even though you've come as far as you have, you're, you still consider yourself a work in progress. I think that's really amazing. So would you mind telling everyone how much you've lost to date? Oh, um, Two hundred. Uh, I'm 239 now, so I've lost 161 pounds since February 19th, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so amazing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's like another person, man. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. When you when you said you had been in for 300-something days, I didn't realize you had lost all that much, all you know, that much already. And you know, you talk about the confidence and stuff like that. That's going to change the way you just live. Like you, you walk easier, you you move easier, you swagger easier. You know, everything is probably different for you now. Talk about the day to day activities and how things have changed just from a physical standpoint. Hello. Oh, do we lose you? I don't know. I think we might have lost him. Was it something I said? <laughs> right. Am I there? Oh, there yep. you are. Sorry. Hey, man. Oh, that was <laughs> there a... you are. Yeah. I thought it was something I said. <laughs> oh. No, I'm good. You have to oh, try pretty hard. You... To... Go ahead. Did you uh, hear my question, or, or did we lose you for that? I was just wondering how, like, your life is physically different now that you've lost that kind of weight. Oh, it's, it's a lot better. I mean, I was, I think when I joined the post, I stopped weighing myself at 400. So I don't know exactly how heavy I was 
because when I saw that scale hit 400, it broke my heart, and I realized that I was killing myself. So I stopped weighing. I didn't. That just pushed me farther down the rabbit hole. Um, but right. around that time, I um, I joined the post office, and my stomach was hitting the wheel on my vehicle. I had to suck in my gut to drive my vehicle for a long time, and it was super uncomfortable. And I remember going to restaurants, and I couldn't sit in a booth. We'd have to get a table because otherwise I had to suck in my gut, and it hurts. And a lot of times I'd let pride get to me, and I'd suck it on it and sit at a booth, and I was miserable because my belly was pushing so hard hard against that table but I was just I can get I, I can fit yeah no, I'm, I'm good I'm good and I wasn't good it was so uncomfortable um got tying shoes everything was miserable I mean I've got a lot of back pain still um I'm managing it better now and it's definitely a lot better it hasn't disappeared but I don't think it's ever going to it's just greatly improved um, the things I can do, and a lot of times if I spend some time um, just stretching it out, like cat arch, cat lift, um, down dog, just going through a quick yep. the ignition phase pretty much, um, I feel so much better. And then if it's still bad, I can put a tangent on it and some CBD oil, and I'm usually good to go. Um, but, yeah, no, it my, not so much weight on my feet. My feet feel better. They still hurt because I do a lot of walking as a mailman, but um, they're not so bad. You you hit on a perfect word there, and you know I I find a lot I relate to a lot of your story. Um, after starting DPY in 2010, like halfway through when we first moved down here to North Carolina, I got some really bad health problems at the point where I was in the hospital and, and almost died, and that just resulted in a spiral where I gained so much weight so quickly. And I saw a number on the scale that scarred me from ever checking again, which was a bad thing. I don't think you should be obsessed with the, chair, chair, uh, the scale, but when you look at a number and it scares you enough that you don't want to look back, it, it just enables yeah. me to put on more weight. And I, I just recognized that because I'd been in a world where I'd gotten down to my lowest weight. I was so happy, so healthy, and things went off the rails. And you get to a point where comfortable is such a great word because I couldn't find a comfortable place to sit or eat or I go to the movies and I'm just constantly noticing how uncomfortable I am. It was such an uncomfortable life. Oh, and God. it sounds like, it, it sounds like, a, Oh yeah. And, and it's hard. And I remember one time, and it's actually the kind of last straw that really just turned me around, you know, got me back on track a bit was, you know, my wife and I were going to a concert and, you know, it, we were at the balcony of this concert and walking up there was like, it was just exhausting. It was like, I was out of breath. I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack. And then I get to my seat, and it was the tightest seat, so I'm panting, sweating, out of breath, in horrible shape. And then I tried to sit, and I couldn't. I had to sit on the stairs next to the seats, and it was the most humiliating thing I've ever been through in my life. And at that point, I'm like, yeah. i got to do something about this again. And I almost think that sometimes those moments of just pure, you know, they call it rock bottom, I know, but you know, I never trust rock bottom because I always find that rock bottom has a few basements if you let it <laughs> But um, if you, let it, yeah. you, know, you get to a point where you're just so emotionally worn out that you you just accept the fact that I have to change. And it kind of just happened for me again where I just started like cutting back again, cutting back on all the excesses that I'd gotten, that had gotten me here. And, uh, you know, they always say life has to break you a little bit 
you know, for things to turn around, which you know, may not be always true, but I know that it was helpful to me in the long run. I don't oh, yeah. regret that moment. Yeah, no, I mean, that's where we learn is our mistakes, unfortunately. I've just, I'm, I wish I had learned this so much younger. <laughs> uh, at 40, in my 40s, I'm, you know, like I'm trying to catch up with all my mistakes, and it, it's hard to fix everything all at once. I get very overwhelmed with, you know, I'm trying to change. I mean, that book really put me in my place, and it, I'm trying to compartmentalize all my things because I've got, fixing my health, the way I treat people. And, I mean, I'm, I, I treat people very well. I always have, but I just internally was dark, um, you know. Yeah. And I, I think people have seen that change. And I used to, like, when I go to work, when I was new, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I just kind of did my work and got home and, you know, popped a bunch of medication slam some drinks and just wanted to sit and watch TV. And now I, I don't, we don't watch TV. I want to, I get home and yeah, I'm tired and I hurt, but I want to hang out with the family and do stuff. I don't want to sit and waste my life. I want to do things. I want to see things, you know, it's, but it's hard to change everything all at once. I mean, my health, my mental health, um, fixing issues that I've found in myself. I'm reading a lot of, I do a lot of, um, audio books, to, on self-help books um, so if anybody wants to shoot me a good one feel free to find me on Facebook or the DDP group um, good chance I might have read it but I, I love anything that's helped people with their issues uh, I, I'm loving learning new perspectives on things so I have a very interesting question um, and we've been asking it of the last whole of, of warriors, but um, what would new Robert tell old Robert? Um, buckle up is going to get bumpy, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah. you, you're going to get there and it's going to be okay. And you're going to be really, really surprised with how it comes out. You would never believe it. I, I, if I saw myself stark naked, especially, because then I'd be really shocked, because then I would be like, no, that's not me. That's not me. I'd probably scream because I'd be naked in front of me, but I wouldn't recognize myself. But I would tell myself that it does get better, and you become something you never you, – the stuff you fantasize about, you know, where – Right. You, you know, you think you're the lead singer of some awesome heavy metal band or pop band, whatever your taste may be, country singer, whatever. Um, but becoming something I never thought I could be or do, and I don't know if I'd believe myself, but that's why I say I'd be all, you're going to be surprised, and it's you're going to be all right. Uh, that's such that's a awesome. great message. That's such a great message, man. And, you know, we've all had people in our lives who, you know, I'm sure all of us at some point have known somebody who who gave up, you know, who either took himself out or just, you know, drowned themselves in, in, in vices until they eventually took themselves out. And, you know, it gets dark for a lot of people and you can't see through the tunnel a lot. And 
you know, I, I see the world now and I see some of the people who I knew that aren't here now. And I'm like, man, you would have flourished right now. You would have really just, you would have been amazing. You would have been something if only you could have gotten through what you went yeah. through. And it, it's, it's an impossible thing to tell someone when they're in the middle of the muck and you get used to yep. your own spank in there. And it's like, you know, you're comfortable there. But then you, once you realize, like, once you pull yourself out of it and you get on the other side of it, you realize how hard you worked on keeping yourself miserable. And it, was, it became yeah. effort to be this miserable. And how a full good time job. to be on the other side of it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm done with you misery. Know, and, well, you know, it seems like you're on the right track, man. And that's, you know, you, you've made some really big, huge steps in in, in recent times and uh, some of the hardest steps to take. And, and now it's, you, you know, it's going to take a lot of work to keep it going. But you, you've got a, a network of people here at GDPY, GDP Radio. And I mean, you watch the Jake, the Jake's, the snake doc. And I tell people it's oh, one yeah. of the most realistic realistic portrayals of someone yeah. in the midst of addiction recovery and it's not pretty sometimes it's not always on the up and i've said this before but i think the most pivotal moment in that's in that documentary and i remember experiencing it like you know after right after it happened was with dallas is um jake falls off the wagon and yeah. jake said i just blew i blew 200 something days of sobriety i just blew it now my day one and ddp looked at him and said no you're 200 something in one. Tomorrow you're going to be 200 yeah. something and something in one. And it's such a more yeah. realistic way to look at it because in, in addiction, so many pe- people treat that like it's all or nothing, but it's not. It's all, and then it's not. It's a day where you screw up, and then tomorrow's another day. And I think that's such a more realistic, healthy way to look at these things because we're all just trying to, you know, we're all trying here. You know, I I don't think when I watched it, I thought of it from the perspective of someone that has addiction issues, I think I'm going to have to rewatch that and kind of pay attention. Um, you know, I, I definitely, Dallas just has a way. That's why I was like, I, one of these days I've got to meet him um, than just think of him in person. But he just has such a way explaining things that make sense to me that have never, and the way he talks to people, I'm going to have to watch that again yeah. and think of it perspective that, and and that's why I mean I've I listened to these things and I've watched like Relentless etc. Everything he's done, um, such good motivation. Even the stuff that you know we have to watch to get through the, uh, what is it called? Shoot, can't think from the app. Um, but you have to go. You recommend all those videos you watch. I've watched all of those some of those multiple times because it reminds me of why I'm doing this and what's out there. I mean, we are, everybody's killing themselves, and that's why food is becoming more fuel to me. I, I still eat really tasty things um, a lot, but, you know, I try to avoid putting as much poison in my body as I can now, and I feel a lot better. I get up at 4.30 every morning at least to work out so I can get it done so I can spend time with my family. And, I mean, that's a couple hours before I have to go to work, but I want to make sure that I have at least time to get an hour in. Because if I do, I haven't had to ha- – I do cap coffee, like, at least a couple times a week or maybe once a week, but go out and get it, <laughs> you know, a treat. Um, but I don't do caffeine. I haven't had soda in probably, like, five or six years. Um, 
and I don't do caffeine daily because I don't even want, you know, uh, stimulants in my body. I'm, I'm trying, and it's getting there, but it's, it's hard to do that many years of bad habits and poor health. Um, but it is worth it. I'm feeling a lot better. Should, I mean, should I you believe your story is? Sorry, Mike. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think it's really important to realize that no matter how far you went down the rabbit hole, you can always climb back out. And I think that's yeah. really amazing, and I think it's inspiring. And, it's, you know, it's just proof that you're worth the effort. But you got to yeah. take the first step, and you've done that immensely well. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to wonder. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, it's it, it's it's a it's a great it's a great story and it's a great in you know if, looking back, this lifestyle that you're so flourishing in is probably the lifestyle you desperately tried to avoid for so long when you're you know putting pills in you and, and eating like garbage and stuff. Where you're at now is your biggest fear, and if you knew how good you could feel on the other side of that, man, it's amazing. Hell yeah, I talk to myself yeah. like Goggins. Tell that bitch to shut up. You're feeling better. Right? Stay hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I love it. That's awesome, man. And 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 you know, you you're going to be a great spokesman for the for the GDPY, you know, certification program one time when you get through this and you know, there's so many different people who are dealing with similar issues of addiction or just obesity or bullying or all that, you know, shit from high school that, you know, we all hold on to. It's like you're going to be a voice for somebody who comes in after you, you know, and relates to what you've been through and, and, and needs somebody to kind of help him figure shit out. And having yeah. someone who's been through where you're at and where you've been is, is going to be a huge commodity for the community. And I just got to say, congratulations, you know, the level of honesty and self-awareness that you've, you've exhibited is, you know, key to turning things around. You can lie to a lot of people, but you can't lie to yourself, they say. But I always say you can lie to yourself. Yeah, I can lie to yeah, myself probably better than anybody. And that, once that you learn to stop lying reason. your own bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I lie to myself very well. I had convinced myself of things, and uh, that's one that I've been working on because that was terrifying. The realization was what's scary. I'm like, oh, my. It was a couple instances where I lied about something, got caught, and – it wasn't that I got caught. It was that I had convinced myself that was the truth. And I had to undo that thinking. And that is so hard to reverse that. It's really hard. I'm reading books. I'm studying it. And it's it's hard to undo all that. I mean, I'm in my 40s. That's a, you know, I watched it when I grew up. I learned the habits. I don't think a lot of my family members and whatnot still know that they do that i didn't i I didn't realize it it just becomes a habit and then you're stuck unless someone calls you out that loves you and you are open and willing to change well very very well said man and and i'm glad you're 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 on the path man you know 
we're never fixed, and you seem to be the kind of guy that's always willing to learn right. and, and always, you know, craving information and trying to be better, and that's going to be really helpful for you in the long run. And uh, we'd love to have you come back in and check with us, check in on us sometime, uh, hop back on here with us. And, and you, you know, you said you, you kind of fear, you know, public speaking and stuff. I thought you were awesome. I thought you did a great job tonight, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. It really was inspiring. No, you guys are you guys are really good at what you do. Easy to talk to. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Oh, no problem. And, and well, we, I just look. We still have a couple more minutes left to go. But I wanted to. Do you have any kind of you know social media to plug? Anything you you any kind of groups or anything you do on, on it, that people can check out your uh, your path, your journey, what you're working on? I mean, I've, I will. I post occasionally in the DDP group. So if you want to hit me up, you can see me there. Um, I know there's a couple people from work probably listening. Hello, Silverbell. Um, probably some of my <laughs> old friends. <laughs> I, I highly recommend checking out DDP, and you can see if you join that, you're going to be blown away. Like, if you really look and pay attention, you cannot be unimpressed. The transformations are ridiculous. And I, I hate the way I sound. I sound like I'm trying to sell something, but I am. And it's not because I'm not making any money off of this at all. I invest a lot in it, actually. And I just want people, I want people to feel what I'm feeling. I, it's, it's amazing. I, I love it. Um, but, yeah, Facebook, that's about it. Sorry. I, no, you, you, no, don't you said it. You said it perfectly, you know, in – there's no better testament or, or sales pitch or billboard for the program than somebody who's doing it and doing well with it. Because we all know that once we we start feeling better and we talk about it, we you know people ask, "What's different about you? Why are you so, you know, looking so good, feeling so much better?" And I always say that you know DDP is the guy at the head. He's the guy who does all the talking, but. So many people got to this program by seeing somebody they love or care about be successful because it's, it's you know the energy is different the, you know your headspace is different the, the, like you said at the beginning the big thing that is the different for me is I realize that you know in order to get your body and your your your, your health straight you got to get your head straight and when you read that initial DDPY book and, and, and Dallas's autobiographies and stuff like that you realize how much of this game is mental and that's why so many of the other programs we've done yeah so many other programs we've done don't stick because all it is 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 you know putting a temporary like band-aid on a problem that you know is gushing <laughs> a wound that's gushing so eventually yeah. that band-aid is going to flow off but you know find the reasons to do it right and find the reasons uh, why you're like this and, and how you can change your head and the rest follows the DDPY yeah. is always referred to as an exercise program, but it's not. It's 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 an attitude. It's positive. It's it's. I sound ridiculous saying this because I sound like Stuart Smalley. I always think, but like it's positive and positivity <laughs> in it, it, it first, and then the 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 health and the weight loss follows. Yep. Because and I'm good enough, and smart it, enough, and like doggone it, people like me. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> oh, right. I, <laughs> oh. uh, I'm glad somebody somebody came joined in on that. Oh man! But, yeah, no, you guys. Always... <laughs> yeah, no, we get along very well. I always hear you guys talking about Kevin Smith 
And you guys talk about so many references. I'm like, oh, these are my people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we uh, are. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and, and I just got to say, too, I don't know if anyone caught the Norm McDonald references at the beginning of the show. I was a huge, um, huge yep. Norm fan. Yeah, and uh, I'm so bummed. Yeah, yeah, we just watched Dirty Work. It was great. Oh, my God, that's such a good movie. So back in the day, <laughs> I used to do, I used to, like, open up for, for comics and bands and stuff and do, like, a live like live intros and some tour managing and stuff. And I got to go out with a couple pretty big bands. And I did this one show with Bob Saget, who was the director of oh, Dirty nice. Work. And this was, right, yeah. this was right when he was kind of returning to stand-up. And he had, and so okay. he hadn't done stand up for a long time, and people didn't realize how filthy he was on stage. Very so filthy. after the show, <laughs> after the show, I I did the whole Chris Farley like um, the uh, the, the Saigon, you know, and uh, and, yeah, that, oh, and he yeah. laughed and he said, "You're way too healthy to be Chris Farley." And he said, and then he said, he goes, he said, "I'd actually bring you on for dirty work too if I could get Norm to leave the norm uh, the norm uh, normasty." And if I wanted to uh, add to the debt that I'm in from the first one. <laughs> so, was, I love that movie. It's such a fun, fun movie. Underrated. It really is. People like it. No, that's wonderful. So, yeah. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Hopefully I'm, him I'm and Farley are partying right now. Oh, man. I can, I'd like to be a fly on the wall with that party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, it's it's cool. Like uh, rest in peace, Norman and, and and Crystal. I know he's like Canadian royalty up there. So my my apologies for the loss of your yeah. sweet yeah. prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but, amazing. All right. Well, this Just, is you know. You... Sorry. Oh, sorry, Crystal. No. No, I was just gonna say it's amazing when you stop and think of all the people who have touched your life and contributed to the fabric of who you are and now they're gone. I mean, it just goes yeah. to prove, you know, you always look back with fondness and he was one of those. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, well said. And you know, he was battling cancer for nine years and didn't tell anybody. I if I have know. the sniffles, yeah. if I have the sniffles, I tell everybody I need soup and I need tea and I need a blanket and a warm like I am such a baby who who battles cancer for nine years and doesn't tell anybody that's a that's the no baffling part to me no but kidding anyways I'm, I'm glad we got the yeah. chance to, to to talk Norm because I love that guy and if you guys are listening and aren't familiar with Norm McDonald go down that rabbit hole he's he's as brilliant <laughs> of a comic as ever be so, yeah he is he's well, unique I absolutely great word you know, perfect uh, description. Thank you, um, Robert. Thank, thank you so much, man. And and, and Crystal, I, I I got this is a good yeah. show. You did it again. You pulled out another great guest. And thank you, Robert, for coming on and, and, and kicking ass and thank doing this you, for Robert. us. Thank you. And uh, Crystal, we're gonna need you to give us a good quote. Fire us off for the rest of the week. Canadian oh. quote master has to execute this one perfectly. It's imperative. Um, this is a good one. And just from the week that I've had, it just seems to sum everything up really well. So the quote this week is, don't allow your wounds to transform you into someone you're not. Yeah, I love it. No, that's, that's powerful. No, that's really good. I appreciate that one, Crystal. You're, you're very good at what yeah. you do. You know how to pick the right, the perfect quote for the, for the tone. 
So thank you so much. Well, thank and you. Uh, Thank you, uh, Robert. Until next week, we'll see you guys. You. I'm Norm McDonald, and that's the news. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Have a great week. Uh, see you guys. Checked it today, man. That yeah. was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh! Oh! Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh! Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Ridiculous. Ridiculous.